This episode is brought to you by a baking soda volcano. There's 365 days in a gap year and uni's gonna come and end it. So once in a lifetime. See, it's funny because that's the joke from the show. Yeah, yeah, that's a good joke. Making a podcast. Yeah, we're back with the podcast. We're, we're doing again. our thing. We're back again. Woo! What a surprise. Keen. Mm. Are we one episode off? We uh, are one episode we, off. We are so close to being perfect. But firstly, firstly, shout out to Disney Plus for fixing the problem. Uh, yep. we, it we, took them a while, but... They've organised them, and so that means for season two, because we've fucked season one so bad. <laughs> season two, the episodes are going to be in order, but for season one, they're still going to be... They're going to be more in order, but they're still not going to be yeah, perfectly right. Don't. Case in point... Episode twenty three on Disney. Um, episode twenty three on Disney Plus. Episode twenty four of the pod. Yep, and the episode is unfair science fair, and then unfair science fair redux, which is a really cool episode. Like, yeah, it's I a like really how cool they progress because it's just like a format. different perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I am still in. Like, mm-hmm. it's good that they've reorganized them. It's beautiful. It's also really nice that they uploaded them in slightly more HD. Still yes. not as HD as the original broadcast. It's actually more HD looking at clips on YouTube than it is on this. Yeah, but but, we don't do things. But, you know, it's our favorite we show. still appreciate that it's it's in the right order, and that's what matters. Yep. Season two, can't wait. And speaking okay. of things to appreciate, how are we starting off? We're starting off with the boys trying to work out what idea they're going to do Yeah, next. so they do this semi-regularly. They're like, mm, what are we going to do? I'm not sure what to do. I've got this huge list of impossible things to do. Case what in one point. are we going to break today? Underwater skate park. Fly with rocket-powered bat rings. Batman. Teach Perry tricks. All equally difficult things oh, yeah, to they're do. They're all very hard. Like, how would you even skate underwater? How would you teach a platypus How tricks that don't do much? could you possibly teach a platypus to do anything? <laughs> they don't do anything. They, well, do- they certainly don't do much. They certainly don't do much. And it's not like their platypus they're looking at as a secret agent who, mm. in this very episode, cuts a hole in a wall and then goes shopping. They mm. don't do much. Yeah, don't don't do teach much. them anything. It's too dangerous. It takes too <laughs> long. It's yeah, it's hard. far too dangerous because remember poison barbs on mm. the platypus's feet. They will bite you with their bill. They'll they'll kill you. Yeah. They'll like and also they're endangered ceiling. species. Put it back. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> Leave it alone. Um, so Isabella comes in to the boys and she's like, "You might want to go to Barjeet's place because I heard him really dramatically yell something." And we get a good old joke where she adds a dramatic echo to it for more emphasis, which I and appreciate. they're like, "That sounds bad." Yeah, we need to get over there. So they head over there. I've just got written. Phineas and Ferb are good friends. They are. Because they, they are. They hear Baljeet's in trouble. They put away their plans for teaching platypus things because it's way too hard for them. And they go into Baljeet and they're like, we're going we're gonna to look after our friend. We're going to see what's wrong and we're going to help out if we can. And of course they can help. Because mm, they're Phineas and Ferb. What can't they do? Exactly. Um, so we get a... The best line we get, yeah. in the history of best lines. And I think... Nearly my life motto. motto. It's, it's very close, and I'm mm. putting it everywhere I can find it now. Okay. And so Phineas and Fur walk into this dark room, and Baljeet's in the corner, like, this is looking some scary <laughs> shit. Like, this, he's this, just, he's in, a, he's in a ball, he's in the center of the room. This is the start he's of crying. some horror film sort of stuff. Yeah, the lighting is extreme. It's yeah, like, and put it's, effort just, in. it's like, why is it so dark in here, Baljeet? And he's like, ready? Are you ready? Mm. The darkness is a shroud to cover my shame. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. That's a uh, very edgy line. Why do we sleep in the dark, Lachlan? 
It's a shroud that hides our shame. <laughs> and there's a lot to hide. Anyway, yes. it's the Portal to Mars episode. Yep. And yep, the Portal I've been to Mars waiting episodes. for this one for a while because, yeah. oh boy. Oh boy, I, I, just straight up, this would make the best opportunity to do the crossover with Rick and Morty. It really would. They straight up make a portal to Mars and which we later learn is also a portal to different timelines mm. and time and space. Mm. Like, that's straight up Give the us, portal gun. Yeah, they invented a static version of the portal gun. Maybe, what's some really dumb conspiracy theory? Maybe Ferb grows up to be Rick or something. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Mm. That's the sort of thing but, that you'd see a clickbait article about, though. I, if anyone sees a I clickbait would, article read it. <laughs> trying to connect the two... Please send us to it. Send we, it to us. We yes, love to read it. We, we, we would love conspiracies. We would love to read it out in the pod, especially because most of them are very much not true. Yeah, you know, it's literally just a purple version of of the portal of gun the portal from, gun. Yeah. Um. So we get a Barjeet backstory where he explains why he's so distressed, and then um. Yeah. No, he's so distressed mm. because his teacher's going to give him an A minus. If he doesn't build a prototype for this machine. And that's the worst grade he's ever gotten. An A minus for not building the thing? What are you handing in that gives you an A minus? Without actually doing it. Without actually doing anything. You can make as many presentations, fancy little posters as you like, but that's not going to get you anywhere unless you can come up with the goods. An A minus for a non-prototyped portal to Mars. Yeah. What? How? Does he does he write the maths on interdimensional travel? So he comes up with the portal and it will be successful. He just can't be fucked building it. Like you've already put in the hard work, Bosh. <laughs> That's better than an A minus. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't know. It's either the it's either an incomplete blueprints that they don't know whether it'll work, in which case it's not worthy of an A minus, or it's yeah. completed blueprints that anyone can follow, in which case it deserves way more than an A minus. Yeah. Either way, what are you doing? <laughs> either way, completely out of there. Imagine getting an A minus. Imagine um, being great in a system from A, B, C, D, E, F. Yeah, imagine that's a bit weak. not getting a number yeah. out of 100, like imagine, a percentage. Imagine, imagine not using, yeah, just bad education system. Yeah, in, bloody imperial system failing again. Mm. <laughs> that's not part of it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so that we get a classic teacher style line. A portal to Mars. And what does it do? <laughs> uh, I've basically been given that exact line by teachers that I will not be naming. Wait, well, what did you... Did you build a portal to Mars? No, like... no. Unfortunately, I never handed in a portal to Mars. Okay, I have, good. My, all of my projects were a lot worse than that. The closest thing I got to that was in year nine. I did an experiment mm. where I compared whether people's finger lengths were correlated with their Penis height. Size. Sorry. <laughs> Do I have to cut that? I'm not going to cut that. That was funny. <laughs> it was set up so well, and you didn't even know um, it was coming. Yeah, whether people's finger lengths correlate with their height. Oh, yeah, I was part and of this. Yeah, you were. You were one of the people I studied. And I discovered that, yes, they do correlate, but also my fingers are abnormally large, even for my height. I was, an out- I was big enough that when I grabbed and, it, I was considered an outlier. And Zach's a gremlin yep. with extremely long fingers. And, and toes, yeah. Yeah. And I also discussed the, the two, there was only two people in that test that were can, that were far enough to the outside to be outliers, and it was me because my fingers were too long, and Alana because her fingers were too oh, short. Oh, Mrs. Baby Hands. Mrs. <laughs> little Baby Hands. Little Baby Hands. So hang on, I also want to mention. Mm-hmm. So he's going to get an A minus if he doesn't build this prototype. Complete bullshit. But all right, I'm mm-hmm. I'm happy to pay that. So what he decides to do is he calls his friends over. 
and they're going to make the prototype. Mm. Isn't that cheating? I feel like that's illegal or against the rules. I mean, it's a portal to Mars. What are they going to do? Tell him that he's failed? They might. <laughs> he might sick Phineas and Ferb on him. And they don't want that. They're scared. Okay. They're like, I'll give you an A+. Plus. <laughs> Fuck. But how can a person who gets distraught, like truly distraught over an A-, minus, think risking getting an F because you would be failed? Was worth it. Was worth it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, we do get a fantastic fourth wall break where Vajini goes, I think it would be better expressed, turns to camera, in a song. Oh. And then we get a... Problematic number. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let's go with problematic. Bit, see, the the thing is though, um, I'm I, I mean, neither of us are Indian. We can no. confirm this, so we're probably not equipped to comment on whether this. We is can say the subtitle said Indian music. Yeah, which is you know, it's again not the end of the world, but but maybe maybe a little awkward. Yeah, maybe a little awkward. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah. It, because it's times have changed. It might, yeah. Times have changed since this ad, but also they had someone on their team that can culturally, yeah, be make more culturally sensitive. I think it's not very culturally sensitive, but I also can't comment on whether it's actually a form of appropriation or whether it's yeah, just. We can't say it's offensive because we weren't. Offended we because yeah, it. we weren't offended by it, and we are not the people that get to decide. This is got strangely political. Do we want to political? Yeah. yeah. Um, in in the words of Hamilton, oh no, Hamilton goes. Um, can we get back to politics? please, because they have this whole big extended... In the words of the opposite of David Diggs. Let's go to Phineas and Ferb. Yeah, back to Phineas. I've got a great one. Candace with her bloody binoculars looking at at Jeremy. Yeah, Yeah, what's up with that? That was a bit creepo. Mm. See, I wrote that was creepo, but yet Jeremy shows off how sweet he is again. So he's Mm. looking at this girl who's like two metres away from him Mm. as he's working. Working is not the best place. To ever mm. see anyone, anyway, in hospitality as well. Oh Ugh. yikes! Imagine working in hospitality. Yeah, that'd suck. You can't it? relate. Ah, ah, <laughs> ah, 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 ah. For those insensitive not, jokes. For those not in on the loop, or all our listeners out there, I recently left my job as in hospitality. a barista. Yeah. Yep. I'm currently the only I'm employed currently... person in this booth. Yeah. <laughs> Youch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm a full-time podcaster now, and it's going amazingly. <laughs> I'm making so much money out yes, of this. Yes, and you know who's paying us? Well, not Arnott's, but if they were, <laughs> we'd be very happy. So Arnott's Biscuits, if you're listening. Biscuits, if you're listening. Anyway, you mm. know how Jeremy responds to a girl two metres away from you looking directly at you with binoculars like mm. a strange old creepo? Yeah. Nice binoculars there, Candace. Smooth. He's so smooth. He's yeah, so man. sweet. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the man you want. It's are. really fantastic. And, it, um, I mean, if, if someone was looking at me with binoculars and they were someone I had a crush on, I probably wouldn't be offended. And it's like, you know... But I know, but thinking someone, nice yeah. binoculars, mm. he's, got, he's got good stuff there. Yeah, he's, he's a cool dude. I'd probably be like, mm, you were right, right there, Candace. Did, did you want a corndog? Were you after something? Yeah. Um, got, just briefly ducking back to the song, one of my favourite lines in this entire thing and even though there's a lot of banging lines in this episode one of my favorite lines in the whole thing is um finish finishes the song by going where's perry and um Bashi, like the song gets this dramatic note and then Bashi just turns to him and goes did you have him when you came over or something like why would he be in my house <laughs> and why would he start singing this song like i get i get what you were going for finish you wanted a dramatic finish i get it Rel- like it's it's fine but 
we are not in your house. <laughs> yeah, Why like, would Perry be here? Perry shouldn't be here anyway. Mm. Okay, so then, well, I've just started with baking soda volcanoes, so I think that's where we are up to in the episode. Yes. It, Doof's wonderful backstory, which, again, we will not spoil. Yeah, we don't spoil Doof backstories in this show. If you want to know what Doof's backstories are, go watch it. Watch the episode. They're hilarious. It's so good. And this baking soda volcano joke. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. Watch watch the end credit scene. It it's makes your life hilarious. worthwhile. Yep. Although I did want to mention from the backstory, another hilarious line. Um, his first innator was just called innator. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> My innator, I just started, so it was just an. It was just called innator. It wasn't and then very he made a bigger version of it. It's just an, an even bigger innator. <laughs> it's good stuff. I liked, there was, there was so, the science. Mm. Apart from the portal, which we'll probably discuss later anyway. Um, science. Baking soda volcano. Mm. Acid and base, 100% right. Classic. Good stuff. Yep. Two problems. Mm. One gets answered in the show. He gets the power cord, and I'm like, is he plugging in a baking soda? You don't need to plug in a chemical reaction. Well, if he did heat it up, it would make it go faster. But anyway, it's like, (laughs) no, you don't plug it in. And he goes, it's for a light show. Good. Like, Like the science. Mm. And then he unplugs someone because he's evil. I do mm. enjoy that. Because he's Perry. Yeah. Oh, that was perfect. But I like how he's evil, so that just makes him free to do whatever everyone else wants to do, where you have a PowerPoint and you're like... Just unplug it. Do I? Yeah, just unplug it. Fuck. Yeah, just like... Puts it in. I mean, I'll be real with you. A lot of the time, I just kind of do that anyway. Yeah, anyway, we so we didn't see the light show, which is upset. But the bit that wasn't good... Mm. Is when he falls into the volcano, he's mm. pouring the vinegar, mm. and then he covers up the hole and it explodes. Now, my issues is, you put the vinegar in first, and then you put the baking soda in after. Why does the order matter? Because it means he had the baking soda in the volcano. Yeah. And you always have, you have more vinegar than baking soda. So he put the baking soda in, and then he was going to pour vinegar. It would start reacting as you started pouring it, but you want the baking soda to react with all the vinegar, but you won't get it to because as you pour it in, like, oh yeah, I can't put the doing, vinegar yeah. first. Put, put the vinegar first. Right, 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 right. Cool, cool, cool. But oh well. Yeah. Oh well. It it worked clearly. Um, also, there's a lot of little things in this episode. So, for example, when they're building the portal to Mars, yes, we get an interesting little animation error. Yet again with Bar Yeah, they're, they're a good he one for just ruining Bar Yeah, it's 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 only we've only seen a couple of these, and they've all been with Bar mm. So they're ca- like Bar like off moving screen. through the, flat, the frame, oh, and yeah. he disappears just before he gets off frame. Um, what I'm wondering, firstly, is that maybe because this aired in a dis- different aspect ratio? Because both of them have happened to the far side. Yeah, both of them. So it's possible that this was aired in a different aspect ratio originally, like it was exported and then cropped or something. Yeah, or just they had some intern on the Baljeet animations and he just got lazy. Uh, I also wrote here, and I quote, but then again, when you make the best show in all of human history, you can probably get away with it. Yeah. It's like, I ain't blaming (laughs) If you make the best show in human history, you're going to have two teenage morons watching it and go, mm. and going, mm, there yeah, was that like, one frame that Baoji sure, disappeared mm, too it may, early. It, it mm-hmm. may be the best show ever made, but you know, you can't, it's animation errors. Mm, 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 as an animation mm, expert, expert myself. <laughs> 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 oh, good stuff. Um, so Candace has got some competition for the job. 
Yes. Yes. This chick who is who who is faster she? than molasses. <laughs> That's her name now. Faster <laughs> than they're molasses. faster than molasses because we never even hear her name. She's just making up nicknames. She's very energetic, talking. positive. I'm made for this job. And I'm like, if someone came up to me and they were that excited to be doing the job, that that comes across as very fake. Like I know you. Like if I was an employer, I'd be like, okay, that's good, but like. Don't pretend you're not getting a job because you need money. Can we take two steps? If you were an employer... What? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know it's an unrealistic scenario, but hear me out. I think... I see what they were going for because that's definitely usually what managers are going for. Somebody's enthusiastic for their job. Mm. But there is a point where you're too overtly for pouring ketchup on a hot dog. Yeah, like you're, you're trying really hard to you're trying catch really up on hot dogs. It's like, come hard. on, dude, just chill but out But if it. it's like your first job, you need the money, you actually need to live and sustain a lifestyle, yeah, sometimes it's like you, you should be happy and enthusiastic Also, for can I just say... And try and keep it. It's time to call the union on this damn manager. Oh, because, oh, oh, you're because, unionizing. <laughs> that's not allowed. Because... <laughs> We, uh, he, he decides, all right, we've got to do um, some sort of test to work out who's going to get the job because yeah, only one no. of you can. That's what extremely does he do? unprofessional. What does he do? He makes them put the sauce on hot dogs. He's exploiting them for free labor. At least one of them just did free labor. Okay. Uh, I see your point. I see your point. However, what he should be doing is either put them on a test shift, give them a little bit of money for this, yeah. and get it sorted, or sign some sort of like agreement, work something out, and all that sort of stuff. And do something that isn't like a part of the actual, um, the actual like process of getting the corn dogs out the door. Because what they're doing there is they are getting corn dogs ready for customers for free. Yeah, like that is that from is from my loge of experience with unions and working and being a manager, all of which are complete false. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there are a few things he's done. For starters, you do not interview kind of two people at once. Mm. That just doesn't work. At the same place. Second, yeah, no, 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 you no. do not leave the room if you decide to, because mm. he was just like, I'm just going to leave you two here. N- no, 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 no. That's no, mistake no. number one. And mistake number two is all you have to do is you go, all right, I'll have a job interview with you at three and I'll have a job interview with you at four. You talk to them like every other person who employs people and you decide from there. And you probably would have gone, oh, so you're interested in Jeremy or you'd ask Jeremy about them. And he's like, oh, yeah, Candace is pretty cool. If they're yeah, dating at the because, time, you're like, conflict of interest, I'm not about that. Yeah, Please go away. But if they know each other, then that's that's good because... Mm, because it depends. They're teenagers, though. You can't yeah, trust those bloody and they're teenagers. sitting around talking and all that sort of stuff. Maybe yeah. it's better not to have someone. But generally... Um, having like a reference within the place usually helps you get yeah, the job. Yeah, that's true. But also, he's like underemployed. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. He's, he's, he's a tough, he's very cheap labour. <laughs> he's literally under. Anyway, um, so they do their competition for the job, and meanwhile, um, Doof. Oh, when Doof and Perry go to the science fair, real quick. Oh yeah. Um, Doof gets in because he's wearing lederhosen. Yes, because he I looks just, like a child. Because lo- he's like it may look like a. 60-year-old man, but he's wearing lederhosen, so how could he possibly be older than 10? <laughs> and I'm like, That's oh, a, that is a very good joke. <laughs> That's some good logic there. Uh, are we done with part one? Um, not quite. Okay. 
Um, so Doof unplugs the boys' portal and then there's some shenanigans with the teacher trying to prove that the portal that really works. The teacher had so much writing on it. I don't understand why he was he so... He had some issues, dude. He really wanted to be yeah. someone. If like... you really wanted to be like that, because there are people like that, what you do is you get Baljeet's paper that he's written about the portal on Mars and at the end you just put and written by and then your name. That's yeah. how you do it. That's how you screw someone out of their invention. What you don't do is grab it's, three other nerds and get them to look at it. It is the tried and true method of stealing credit. Yeah, you be the lecturer and then as you hand mm. them good notes about something, they're like, this is shit. They take it away and copy it. Yeah, classic. classic. Um, so Doofum plugs the boys' portal and you get your, your hijinks and then he they plug the portal back in but it's set to like super suck mode and it sucks everything in, including Doof. Perry has to get out to stop the portal from exploding. And he's in this, like, baby car seat thing. So he just hops out of his oh, fur. this thing. Like, the bottom half like of his fur. rips off his yeah. bottom half of his fur. And I'm like, firstly, fur ain't clothes. What the hell is going on here? Is, is The reason Perry is green, because he's actually a hairless platypus or he's been shaved or whatever well, and I then he's wearing <laughs> and then he's wearing green over the top like an actual costume no but see it looks like his hair's been ripped off because mm. it's like he's got the bare skin but and then he's seems... wearing underwear under his fur. under his fur like li- literally under his fur so what's uh what's what's going on there and we haven't even gotten to the fact that he then Instead of putting the, pulling the fur out or putting it back or anything, he just pulls out a set of keys and presses a button, and it makes a car locking noise. Is it? And the and the feet glow. And yeah, the feet like glow like yeah, friggin' uh. oh, what's going on it's there? It's a good visual joke. It's a great visual and joke. Can, what comically it works? But if you take it seriously, <laughs> like we do with everything, mm. implications. Perry is just a car. <laughs> Perry has car keys to himself. My theory is that even though it looks like he may his fur has been ripped off, I still think, and I, I, I firmly believe that his fur is actually a costume, or it's like a something that, that he's been dressed up in, because he can not he's not only shown multiple times that he can take it off, and it's got you know gadgets in it. It can be locked. It's got boots. It's all that sort of stuff. But also platypuses aren't actually green, so it would make sense. Okay, so what is underneath the green costume? Well, I'm thinking. He's just a normal brown platypus, but he's being shaved. Okay, because so the little hairs that you see coming off him oh, aren't green. Okay, so we're thinking as a shaved platypus in a green fur costume. Green fur costume. Oh god, Perry's a furry. <laughs> <laughs> That's so gross. With locking boots that can come off. Also, what does him locking the costume do? Yeah, this like, is another question. Wh- wh- why? Why do you have? For, why does it have car keys? But why, when you lock it, why does he lock it? Like, what's it locked to? With a car door, like you do it for a car, because the car can't open. Then. Yeah, it locks the doors. There's no doors on that thing. It's literally just a skin. There's a lot. There's a lot of questions going on Ugh. with this. Um, but something Ugh. that has no questions of its authenticity, just uh, questions as to why it's not in mass production. A chick makes Doc Ock arms. Yeah. She just a, like a 10-year-old makes Doc Ock arms. She's like, I've got mechanical arms. And they're like, well, that's not even that cool because you have a thing behind you that we're not going to spoil because it's a great show. But it's also like, she's Dr. Octopus. She's just, yeah, she just made Doc Ock arms. And here's my question. 
why is that chick not in Phineas and Ferb's friend group? Yeah. Well, maybe why she's Why is like, she a regular? Oh, I've got a theory. Maybe she's like the neighbor that we don't see and like Phineas and Ferb essence and power like drips out of them and she gets it somehow because she lives kind of close to them. Or maybe, maybe she's just like Thaddeus and Thor. She's just like a rival. Yeah, because Thaddeus and Thor are just two kids that are pretty good at making things. Not Phineas and Ferb level of making things, but pretty oh, yeah, good. Obviously. But... but she's just pretty good and makes octopus arms with, with finesse control and hopefully can pull up her weight so she can be like full Spider-Man bad guy. Mm. And then uh, Doof gets sucked off to Mars and that's that episode. Done. Hang on, two seconds. Except, oh. I'm taking off my shoes as well. Good idea. You want to open the door so I'll throw them out there? (sighs) This is where we would have an ad commercial. Yeah, this would be the perfect spot for, this little break between the two episodes would be a perfect spot for ads, so, um. Yeah, if anyone wanted to If if anyone out there, you know, no no one in particular, like, not any any Arnott's particular Arnott's Arnott's company that Arnott's (laughs) exists, but. And what's to put a. Paid advertisement. If in just here. any, if any Arnott's companies, any Arnott's willing to 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 Arnott's us, um, then if any industry is willing to Arnott's to put an advertisement in our show, we'd be very happy. we'd be very happy to um to you know talk about even some if it's based non some non specific Arnott's advertisements in our yeah yeah just just whatever. Okay, um, so what, before we go on, mm. at the very end. Uh, Phineas sees Perry and he's like, there's Perry. And then... And the entire... Backup dancers. So by that logic, just by finishing a song, all backup dancers and elephants that may or may not have been included in that will be summoned to your side. Because they just yep. straight up come up through them all. Like six elephants, eight backup dancers that are singing and dancing. Like that is a cool power to have. I'd never yep. finish a song. We got a strong... Uh... Indian themed. (laughs) 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 Anyway, we're on to part two. You got the synopsis going for us. Oh, I do. I just I put my phone down. Oh no, he's got to. I know. It's got to pick his phone back up. It's so much effort. Holy shit! I can't wait to get a new phone. I'm getting a new phone soon. Yes, do tell. And it's the OnePlus Nord, and they're doing a big lot of advertisement right now. We're way Mm. too late. But if they were. Anyway. If, uh, one, one plus if you if you're listening, if you're, if you're listening. listening to the podcast. Uh, anyway, it's the same, but from Candace's perspective, when she walks through the portal. Yep, because that's what she does, and that's pretty much. She's it. like, "There's Phineas and Ferb. They're at their friend's house. At their friend's can't have that. Got to bust them." Walks in and they're like, "It's a portal to a far, nice, cool, and mysterious place." And she's like, "Well, I'm no- sold. Nothing to read into there." Walks through it, and they'll. She's like, "Welcome to Mars," and then the portal breaks. And I have written at this point, and I quote, Phineas and Bajit just don't give a fuck. Well, Bajit does. He's like, no, the portal's broken. I'm going to get an A-. minus. This is mental. And then he looks to Phineas and Ferb, both of which have made no movements. They're like, this matters nothing to us or anything. And then they're like, oh, also your sister is trapped on Mars. And they're still not. They still don't jump into action. They're like, "Uh, Uh, uh, she'll be right. And then they're like, oh, yeah, we'll probably fix it. Yeah, we'll fix yeah, it. Yeah, we'll fix we'll pro- We should probably get Candace back. Yeah, we'll, we'll fix that. Candace can breathe on Mars. Yeah, see, now I read this. Uh, I read this. I wrote that. Candace can breathe on Mars. Do you know why we don't live on Mars? Why? Because you can't breathe on Mars. Wait, really? <laughs> no. All this time. It's like 0. <laughs> thinking you could. 0.18% oxygen. It's extremely hot 
There is no water and no protection, really, from the sun. The atmosphere is terrible there. She is dead. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you're in close proximity to Phineas and Ferb. You get extra powers. God powers. Well, she is, like, born of Phineas, sort of. Yeah, she's she's got the same genetics. And she's so. taken, like, bathtubs to the face. Like, she is pretty durable. <laughs> so we've established <laughs> she is... <laughs> that was a good callback, the bathtub to the face. Yeah, and the, the we, she's literally dense. Remember yeah, we discussed yeah she's, she's literally dense. Quite literally dense. Density ain't going to help you when you can't breathe. Mm. She's dead. But I'm glad she's alive because she has a great time on the planet Mars yep. as she kicks in a $2.5 billion rover. Mm. That rover costs $2.5 billion. Well, I mean, it's not like... That, Candace learnt screwing over the American government and NASA in particular's space exploration from Phineas and Ferb. Because yeah. Phineas and Ferb out here taking the flag, she's like, I've got to one-up that. I'll destroy a rover. Yeah, she goes up on Mars and she sees a Mars rover and because someone doesn't do anything because, you know, they have other things in their life to save people on Mars, she's just like, I'm going to break this two and a half billion USD dollars rover. <laughs> USD dollars. USD dollars. <laughs> She's just going to break it. Who does that? Who looks at that cool ass rover and goes, I'm going to kick the shit out of it. Um, also, this show is quite misleading because this rover, right, it's, big, it's small enough she can kick the shit out of it. Rovers in real life, the real life Mars rover, huge. is bigger than my car. Yeah, they're it's massive. It's huge. They're huge. But in this, they're like puppy dog-sized. Yeah, they're cute. Yeah, they are cute. And then cute. she later breaks a few more, but I put them at $400 million because they looked like non-curiosity. And yes, yeah. curiosity came after the show exists. Fight me. There's a lot of things we say that happen during like yeah, the there's a, coronavirus. We, we apply modern logic to this show for some reason. Yeah, It's and kind of our whole thing. So, yeah, she breaks about, you know, $3 billion worth of... Only $3 billion. U, government U.S. property. U- US, American USD dollars. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay. um, David 504, if you listen. <laughs> um, and meanwhile, back on Earth, um, well, the, the portal, boys are trying to fix the portal. And they do, kind of. And they do. They start off by making a portal. They, they're trying to fix it, but they can't just, they can't get it right. So they just accidentally make a portal to Venus. And I'm like, okay, this is a, this is a bit much. We get it. You can, you're flexing on us. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. chill. And then they make another portal, and it's a portal to the prehistoric times. And they're like, okay, we've been, they've been there before. They know how to make a time machine. Like, I don't doubt okay. them. They're like, okay, so they stop a T-Rex from eating Bajit. And then they're like, all right, it's a portal. It's a portal to just behind us, but slightly in the future. <laughs> <laughs> See, the crazy thing is, imagine looking through it. Yeah. You just see so like, endless, like... No, looking at their portal, it's just purple because they haven't fixed it yet. But if they looked back, they would see Phineas and... Baljeet, Phineas and Ferb looking at them. And then, then they see themselves. behind them, they would see Phineas and Ferb, Baljeet looking behind them. Yeah, it'd be like when you're in them. the hairdressers and there's like a mirror behind you and a mirror Do you know how you far it would go back? How far? Until the time they were there in light years travelled. Uh... So they were... So they're like, what, like a minute ahead... So there would be a minute worth of them. But oh, but that in would be years. a yeah. distance in this one. Nice. That? that is quite cool. Um, it would be really fun to walk through that, like just 
just like a treadmill, just like, <laughs> just like <laughs> you've seen you've seen the video game Portal. Everyone's seen the video game Portal. Just do that. <laughs> I, a Except so good. every time you step through it, you're either traveling a minute into the future or a minute into the past. <laughs> That'd make a cool game. You're just jumping back. That. That, that is not a bad idea, actually. Um, so, Valve, if you're listening. <laughs> so, Valve, <laughs> if, you're if you're listening. We've got um, a new spin-off series. Yeah, so it's a bit of a paradox. We get, like, a paradox situation. Yep. Um, but, you know what? You can be named after yourself if you time travel. Why yeah, not? Yeah, it's Phineas and Ferb, Let's so not it doesn't surprise that. me. Um, meanwhile, this is the day before the science fair. Perry shows up to defeat Doof, and um, he hasn't finished yet. Yeah, so now it raises some questions, right? Mm. He helps him shop and stuff, but mm. in the next day he gets called by Monogram to go stop Doof with the... Th- anyway. Yeah. yeah. Did he Monogram see there. him shopping with Doof? Yeah, they were. They did see him shopping. They were there. Carl was in the baby seat, and they were <laughs> like, this is embarrassing, we're going to walk away. And then Doof's like, that was awkward. And it's mm. like... Monogram, did you really have to tell Perry to go get Doof? He was literally there as he built it the day before. Yeah, it's like he, sh- he should know what's up. Mm. And also, it's really sweet that Perry helps Doof. I really liked it. Uh, Perry just goes on for the ride, really. Yeah, Perry's just chilling there. He's kind of... He's got the ideal job because he doesn't really have to do anything. His job kind of just does well, he itself. He blows a lot of stuff up. Yeah, you get to look like a badass every now and then, but for the most part, you kind of just show up and do like <laughs> and kick a guy in the face, kick a guy, kick Doof in the head, and then he kind of just defeats himself. There was that one time where he did the cool thing with the slow fallenator, and he like shot himself, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. Like he is still James Bond in platypus skin. Mm. <gasps> it's what? not a brown shaved platypus underneath the blue costume. It's mm. literally James Bond. Oh, it's like a Mission Impossible mask. <laughs> it's like, it is James Bond. He's like secret undercover, like so undercover. He's working for a different sector and country. He's no longer English. He is American and he gets dressed up in a, in a teal colored platypus skin to defeat an evil scientist every day. Oh, that's amazing. No, it's it's not. Um, He's it's, lost his identity. It's He's not James Bond. It's Ethan Hunt from the Mission Impossible movies because James Bond is <laughs> British Bond and also Jason doesn't have Bond. that mask technology. Jason Bourne's too realistic, whereas Mission Impossible, they've got the masks that you can turn into yeah, anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also Tom Cruise, um, that Tom Cruise's character that is American, also he's played by Tom Cruise, so he's short enough to fit into Perry's body. <laughs> <laughs> so, got him. <laughs> if we ever did a live-action Perry the Platypus, we it's, would cast yeah. Tom Cruise so live as Perry a- yeah, the Platypus. A live-action... Um, a live action Phineas and Ferb movie. Everything is exactly the same cast. They're all animated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. everyone. Everyone is exactly the same cast. It's like everyone's just dressed up in their costumes. They're still voicing themselves. No, no, it's no, all no. the same except Tom Cruise painted green, pair of the platypus. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I'm imagining a live action Phineas and Ferb. It's literally just an animated episode except every instance of Perry the Platypus is just Tom Cruise <laughs> in painted an animated poorly background. <laughs> with teal colored There's like and it's got like that- Spots like around his neck and on his elbows and stuff where it's high frequency, the paint's rubbed off. Yeah, yeah. And he's got a fake bill that you can clearly see the elastic the attached to his face. And he wears a fedora. Tom Cruise agents, call us. Call. We are here. We have got the pitch for you. I know how to sell it. How? He can do all of his own stunts. <laughs> you want to break know the, a leg a second time? You, you know the We've slow the falling shirt. bit? We're shooting that 
like practically you're gonna fall a couple of thousand like from a couple k's up yeah. and we're just gonna slow the footage down on the like once you hit with the slow fall gun and when you hit the ground, you'll just die. And then you'll be in, in like, the interviews for this movie. will just be Tom Cruise's corpse just propped up against the table. Decomposing in this pink body teal paint. He's still in the costume. He's Duck like Bill slightly askew. He's, like, <laughs> eyes are all cross-eyed. Bleeding and they're like, they're like, so you went, you did all your stunts for this. How was it getting a character? And his course is just like sitting there. And there's, and there's like, like flies flying around. Dan or Jeff just like kick the court. There's like a response. <laughs> it just like makes a squishy noise. So uh, Tom Cruise, we have got the, the movie, movie for you. you. It'll be your Magnus Opum. It will be the one you Magnum show. Magnus but yes. Yes, that one. And you'll get like a Logie and stuff. Yeah, oh. you'll get so many awards for this bad boy. And so many all animated and Phineas and Ferb can make like some great jokes, like meta, be like, what? Perry's looking Perry a bit looks, bigger today. Yeah. And, and also a bit weirdly shaped, like famous American actor Tom Cruise. <laughs> I wonder what happened there. <laughs> right, oh. finally moving on from this bit that is oh. so outstated, it's welcome and I absolutely love it. Yes. Um, Ferb speaks Martian. Yeah, but then, because mm-hmm. you're a cool audio person. Yes, I'm a cool audio person. I whipped out my OP1 and I sampled the audio from it and yeah. I reversed it. And turns out the way, what they did to get Ferb speaking Martian is the rest of the Martians are just gibberish. They've just hired someone yeah. to come in and speak a bunch of gibberish. Whatever. But Ferb's is actually a reversed clip. So what they've done is they have gotten his very next line, which is they say fine, but not without them and just reversed it. And, and then they've added a little bit of a reverb so that it, like, sounds like it's in the natural space. And that's how he asks the question. Mm. So in Martian, when you want to ask someone something, what you do is you know the answer they're going to say, you say it backwards <laughs> to them, and they say, blip, 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 and then you say what you said to them forwards. Yeah, makes perfect it sense. It makes perfect sense. Also, I didn't say he knows Martian. I thought he learned Martian because that's slightly more impressive. Yeah, just learning Martian that one afternoon. Yeah. Fair enough. But right. no, he, I think he just already knew Martian. And also... He, Which means, also, it it shows earlier in this episode that NASA thinks that there's no life, life on Mars. No. Which means Ferb was aware that there's life on Mars and just hasn't told, told anyone. anyone. <laughs> Human Phidias are just like, yeah, there's life on Mars. What of it? Like, yeah, we, of course we, there's life on Mars. We went to Mars. We've chilled. We've talked to them. Been there, done it's that. It's fun. I know their language. And NASA's like, there is just red rocks. Mm. This two and a half billion dollar rover can't find anything other than red rocks. Mm. Okay, but we should actually mention in the show they go to the Mars through the portal. Yeah, they go to Mars through the portal. Candace becomes the queen of the Martians. Yep, and they find the kicked up rover that obviously Phineas knows how much cost and was like, yeah, something tells me Candace has been here. Savage. What a rip. That is some good stuff. It's like you destroy everything you're near, especially expensive things. Mm, That is a mad-ass roast. And then fixes it and improves it and makes it better. And they turn into a car and they take the car to get away. Um... And they escape the Martians and the Martians all like smoosh together and just turn into a giant Martian. For Phineas is like, did you know they could do that? And Candace is like, nope. And Ferb's like, yes. Yeah. Because I taught Ferb, them. Yeah. I taught them. Yeah. <laughs> I taught them if, if you like, if we really need to, me and Phineas will just smoosh together and turn into a giant mecha robot we can use to fight Godzilla if he ever shows up. Like <laughs> there's nanobots in your bloodstream that turns you into a car. You know, the movie Bloodshot? It's yes. that. But with Phineas and Ferb. 
There's another live so action So Vin film. Diesel, if you're looking for a... <laughs> he can be first. <laughs> everything, everything is exactly the same. All animated. And it's all, it's all animated. It's just got Vin Diesel. He's just in a really bad Ferb costume. With and a whatever. green wig that's like, and the like scripts, Donald Trump topaz. Yeah, like really shit. bad style. And then whenever they have a Ferb line, the scripts are all exactly the same. They treat it as if Ferb's going to do it, but instead of giving Vin Diesel Ferb's actual line, they just give him a random line from Fast and Furious. So they're like... It's so, about my family! Yeah, they're like, they're like, Ferb, what, what are we, um, what are we going to do today? And Ferb's like, it's not about what you do. It's about family. It's got nothing to do with the car. It's about the driver. <laughs> Something like that. Or just some, some random Fast and Furious line. Yeah. that makes no yeah. sense. He's just he's doing his mumble growl thing. And it's like, <laughs> it's just Vin Diesel as Ferb with a little green wig. And the, o- the overalls are still as far up his chest as they are, <laughs> as they are with Ferb. So it's just Vin Diesel standing there in has overalls been- that like go up to his nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Has Vin Diesel ever worked with Tom Cruise? Because we've got the role for you. <laughs> we uh, they really need to put us in charge of this show more. We would uh, make an amazing show. Imagine if we show. had just had so much money, we could just throw so much this. money and so much creative control. It would be uh, amazing. It'd be funny. Um, and then yeah, that's about all I've got. Okay, he calls uh, Baljeet. He's mm. like, "Yo, Baljeet, we need a pickup." Baljeet's like, "You cool, sis?" And then mm. like. Opens the pool and they go through. Fine. Mm. Uh, no, because... But as Candace points out... There's no bar... How do they have... How do they set? have bars in space? Okay, no, but I'm happy to throw that away because mm. we can contact through space. It's actually not too hard and mm. I definitely don't put it past Phineas to have an interplanetary phone and even if he uses mm. Candace's, I think him just merely touching it would, would make, make it, it interplanetary. interplanetary. Fair enough. You know the issue is... You know how long it takes light to go from Mars oh, to the Earth? I didn't even think about this. Yeah, it takes three minutes, roughly. Well, three minutes, point three, but it doesn't matter. It's like 183 seconds. So he, he would have called. Baljeet, three minutes later, would have answered and been like, okay, Phineas, are you there? Three minutes. So six minutes now on Phineas' side, he'd be like, Baljeet, thanks. We need a pickup. Nine minutes. Um, Baljeet's like, yeah, cool. And then he puts the portal. So it would have taken about nine minutes to do that. So they would have been driving a while. But... Yeah. Why not? Maybe he sends the signals through the portal. If you say faster than light, I'm throwing this microphone out no. that door. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Well, the portal is instantaneous travel, right? So the portal is faster than light. Yeah. Maybe he set up a system where the waves travel through the same technology that the portal is. But then why doesn't he just jump through that portal? Yeah, that's just very puts true. his just like just he's head body's like, phone. He's like, Candace, can I have the phone? She's like, why? And he just he like just... stabs his nose through the phone, and he just like gets sucked up into it. And Candace has no idea what the hell happened. Um, and the only other thing uh... I've really wrote was a line from the start of this um, this episode mm. where Candace calls all of her friends, and none of them want to hang out with her, and she's like, "My friends want to have some time same. to themselves, huh? Not without me, they don't." Classic. I'm not going to let them get away with that. Mm. Okay, now I think we're up to the part where we get to read the lovely messages that everyone sent us. And I'd like to point out um, that we have only had one beautiful person hand us their list. Well, yeah, yeah, that is, that's exactly that, what I was going to mention. Yeah. Write into us and give us your top 10 song list because our special episode at the end of this season, we're going to be doing a season finale. We're going to write top 10 songs in season one of Phineas and Ferb. And Alex has sent us an amazing list. We're not reading it out yet, yep. but over a quick glance, I'm sorry, Alex, but you've put, you've, you've put, put some stuff you've put, in the you've room. put this. Never, never, never. Ooh, 
in the wrong spot. Yeah, it's a bit like wrong spot. It's a bit, but it's fun. We will get to that in our special episode. If you want to hear us discuss Alex's list, if you want to hear us discuss your list, write on into us, please. We would love to have some human contact. We've been locked away for <laughs> we're in years and well, years. We're not in lockdown yet. Poor old Melbourne. Wah. Or, yeah, it would suck to be in Victoria right now. If you're from Victoria, write into us and let us know yeah, how it's going. Don't come to New South Wales. Yeah, no, don't come here. Please. Stay where you are. <laughs> write into us. Use email to contact yeah, us. Stay we don't want to see your face. But, yeah, write into us and say hi. Um, and if you want to hit us up on the socials, you can hit us up on Instagram at implications of Phineas and Ferb. If you want to leave us a nice review, you can chuck a sneaky question into your review on Apple Podcasts if you'd like. Absolutely and always, no problem. And there will always be this email, and I don't care even if we do get famous, this will always be the email, implications of Phineas and Ferb at gmail.com. If we could get implications of Phineas and Ferb at phineasandferb.com, though, we are taking that. If we can ever No, you have implications at phineasandferb.com. That was the original plan, but of course, this idiot thought that the domain name Phineas and Ferb wouldn't be taken. Well, PhineasandFerb.net isn't, but I don't really want to use that. It's kind of gross. <laughs> Why would... It's Disney. Of course they own that. Yeah, that's like, fair. That doesn't surprise me. Anyway, this has been a wonderful episode. I've enjoyed it. I know what we've done today. I know what we've done today. Ta-da!